before I'm, I'm off for a prayer, I, I want to thank um, last week, um, Wendell and Gabe and, and Taylor were here, and Dan and uh, Susan, a number of them, but um, they did all the new protocol that we had as far as the pavilion. We have um, 18 people sitting out on the pavilion right now, so I think that's amazing that we are offering offerings, different um, opportunities for you. So parents with children, um, you're welcome to float back and forth. A little chaos out there, isn't that right, guys? But, um, but you're welcome to go out there. And we're going to keep this protocol for a while. And our 8 o'clock service um, is more social distancing with masks and courage. So um, we're just doing the best we can, right? Amen. Yeah, let's bow our heads. Uh, Lord God, we uh, indeed love you, and it is our heart's desire to gather and worship you, uh, to be fed by your word, and as John's gospel said, by you, as we not only break bread together, but as we fellowship and pray and confess our stuff and know that you are faithful to, to remove our sins as far as the east is from the west. So come, Holy Spirit, and teach us your wisdom. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, I got back yesterday from two weeks of uh, uh, time away. It's been really, it was a sweet time, real simple. Um, we go to East Baldwin County and down on the bay and where family is. And we don't do a whole lot of um, big things. We just do a lot of really easy little things. And, and so in the midst of all that, I just was reading the scriptures in preparation for today. And, and I was really struck by um, God's desire for us to have wisdom. And so I just want to give a couple of points about that. If you got your Bibles, you can open up to the ninth chapter of Proverbs. Um, I'll confess I've never preached on Proverbs as a primary text. I used it a lot as proof text, you know, pulling a verse here. And, um, but I just dove into that. And as much as John's gospel and, and the whole Eucharistic aspect of that, eating his flesh and drinking his blood, and, and even Ephesians, which you get into a lot of moralistic teaching, um, I just decided to focus in on wisdom, all right? And so um, I even just kind of made some notes. And um, if you were um, marking them, heard me at, at, at 8 o'clock, and it's probably going to be totally different. <laughs> Isn't that okay? Um, so... Um, as I prayed through this text from, from Proverbs, um, I, just, I have a desire um, to be a part of a church that has wisdom, that is known for wisdom. Um, it's known for knowing, taking information that we have and making right decisions, and not only for our community, but for our families, for our relationships. Um, and I think that's God's desire. Um, to be a people, to, for us to be a people, a church um, of wisdom. And, and wisdom is not just knowing things. Wisdom is knowing how to carry it out. Wisdom is knowing when to say yes, when to say no, when to say nothing. Um, wisdom is also for someone in, in my age bracket, um, knowing that we're life learners always. Um, I've had my family with me um, since July the 2nd, my daughter and her husband and three children and my other daughter and her new baby were with us for a lot of that time. And, and I'm realizing I still have lots to learn um, and being with them and, and watching them parent and, and me being a grandparent. And um, so wisdom is about always learning. Amen. And so um, Proverbs um, 9, 1 through 6 was the text. And and the first thing I was struck um, was this. It says, wisdom has built her house. And I 
So that word house has just a lot of implications. Our, our own personal lives, um, our homes, um, our church, our community is not um, this our neighborhood, so to speak. And um, So what does it look like? What does it look like to build a house, your own life, your community, your families, um, with wisdom? And so just a couple of things. Um, I did some cross-referencing uh, just as a way to instruct you. I think it's important if you have one of those study Bibles, don't go to the notes first. Try to go to a cross-reference and just see where the word wisdom or house or build might be. And so um, I was led over to 1 Peter um, chapter 2 just to unpack that first verse. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars, or another way, she has built her house with seven pillars. So another word that you might want to look at is seven. That's a complete number. And so a couple of cross-references there in Revelation, before I go to Peter, um, First Peter, it says that um, to the seven churches in Asia Minor. So seems like to me house could easily be our community of, of faith. Amen? Y'all with me there? So over in um, in First Peter chapter 2, um, down in verse 4, I'm going to just read a few verses. For if God did not spare angels, um, wait a minute, excuse me, that's not where I am. That's, that's Second Peter chapter 2. Let's go to First Peter chapter 2. Um, As you come to him, being Christ, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious. So first thing I, I glean from that is to build a house, we have to have a cornerstone of the one that was chosen, which is Jesus Christ. So anything we build um, that's not on Jesus Christ is not sustainable um, for wisdom. And the other one is Matthew's gospel. You know, if you build your house on sand, it'll erode away. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of eroding in these next few days out there on the barrier islands. But if you build it on rock, a sure foundation, then it can navigate this season, and it becomes a wisdom thing to do. So then it goes on and says this, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. So what that says to me is, if we're going to build a spiritual house as a family and as a church, we also have to build a spiritual house ourselves, right? I'm not saying that it starts and ends with us, but it's got to involve us. So every one of us as individuals need to be in this process of being built up with wisdom as a spiritual house. So we can then do what? Help our families, help our community. You can help me, I can help you. Um, and then he goes on, Peter goes on and says this, as a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, that means we're all called and ordained um, to this, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You know, so you know, in our service, our liturgy, when we were taking up the offering, that's an offering that's called an oblation, um, that is an outward and visible sign of offering ourselves as a spiritual sacrifice. So when we give of ourselves to not only one another in this community in the world, that's the spiritual um, sacrifice that we, who are called to a royal priesthood, um, who are trying to grow in wisdom, become. Amen? Okay. So then it goes on, and one more thing, um, acceptable to Jesus Christ, for this is what it stands in Scripture. So the other thing, um, that kind of said, okay, Scripture 
needs to be a part of this growing in wisdom. That's kind of a no-brainer. And if I went over to, to Ephesians chapter 2, not the passage we read, it said built on the foundation of apostles and prophets. That's the Word of God. And so to grow in wisdom and the knowledge of who Christ is as our cornerstone and build this house, it's got to involve the Word of God. It cannot happen without the Word of God. I know this is pretty obvious, but it needs to be said. So I know for me um, that I need to be diving into the Word of God so I can help understand what wisdom looks like as we navigate um, life. Okay? All right. So the second thing that I found as I go back to, um, to the Proverbs passage is this. Verse 2. She has slaughtered her beast. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. Um, so here's a paraphrase of that. Um, the banquet meal is ready to be served. Um, the lamb has been slaughtered or roasted and cooked. You know that. When it talks about sacrifice, it's about a lamb. And when you think about a lamb, um, the lamb of God sacrifice, who do we think about? Jesus Christ. So once again, right in the center of anything we're doing and preparing, um, the lamb has been cut, the wine has been poured, you know, and the wine has been washed and poured out for what? For our sins. Um, and then it says the table has been set. So for me, what that says is, Robert, get your life in order. Um, don't wait to get your life in order. Go ahead and start it and then begin this process of growing in wisdom. It's a continued thing, all right? And then the second thing that I heard was if we're going to be a people of, of wisdom, then we need to be a people that are full of hospitality, all right? People who invite others into our life. And that's why I said, we don't wait till we get our, our life in order. Um, it's both and. We invite people into our life, and they help us get it in order by understanding who we are and who they are. And so let's look at the verse 3. Um, she has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in town. And when I first part of that, I said, okay, that makes sense. Um, she, wisdom, has sent you guys out um, to invite people in. And then I found another translation that says this, having dismissed, having dismissed those who attended to her, she goes to the town, stands in the prominent place, and invites everyone within sound of her voice to come and join. Um, so I realized it's not just you. It's, not, it's, it's me. It's not just me. It's you. Um, it's not just others to do it. It's us as a body. Um, wisdom is involved, growing in wisdom is inviting people into our fellowship. And then it goes on and says this, and I just love this. Um, and you, wait a minute, let me go back to this text, not my, my paraphrase there. So it goes on and says in verse 4, Whoever is simple, let them turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, Come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I've mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. So at first pass, the word simple, I don't know about you, but I thought of kind of simpleton, but that's not what it's about. Um, simple are those who, who are on their journey and just are not aware that that journey is wrong direction. Um, and that's within our family, within our community. Um, once again, the paraphrase says this, are you confused about life? Um, don't know what's going on? Come with me. Oh, come. Have dinner. Sit down with me and fellowship with me. 
So wisdom, a church full of wisdom, is a church um, that is hospitable, that is invitational, that is inviting people into relationships, um, to join together um, in this journey. Um, So a couple of things um, to close with. I told you it was simple, all right? Um, How do we um, understand what wisdom is and what wisdom's not? How do we know when we're not walking in wisdom and when our community's not walking in wisdom? And I'll close with the Ephesians passage. Um, Chapter 5. This is what I um, did not do at 8, chapter 5. And I want to start down in in verse uh, 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. Um, And I just love this right here. For one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. So whatever, whatever past life you might have had, um, that's past. Um, and the other thing it says earlier is don't sit there and just talk about it like it was really that good. Um, talk about what God is doing now um, in the light of the Lord. So it says walk as children of the light. Um, and then it says if anything is exposed, darkness is exposed, it becomes what? It becomes light. So when something is revealed to you um, that was darkness and it becomes light, what do you do with it? Um, We give it to the Lord. Just say, thank you, Lord. When something comes up, a thought, uh, an activity that you might have did, give it to the Lord. Uh, Say, Lord, thank you for revealing that to me. I don't want any part of that anymore. I want to walk as a child of the light. Um, And so with anything that's exposed by light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. So, in closing, um, leave your impoverished confusion and live. Walk up the street to a life with meaning, a life with wisdom. Amen?